0: Ladies and gentlemen, not only is Justin back in the house, but sports have officially arrived. What's up, my man?
1: Man, I'm about to lose so much money betting on sports because live sports is back. I'm getting tired of betting on 2K, Saul. I'm just getting tired of You're betting on 2K? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not that lame. But (laughs) I'm excited to have basketball back because... we got NBA Bubble, which we have a very special guest who will be on the whole podcast talking basketball with. Um, I'm interested to talk about this snitch hotline that apparently Dwight Howard's getting in trouble with. Yeah. Snitches.
0: Yeah. Snitches. Dwight Howard also says some other stupid stuff, but we'll get into that later. Another episode of the Total BS Podcast coming your way right now.
2: Your fans just like them cool just part of the program your Best sixteen if you must, you're not whack, you just sound whack rapping after us. Yo, your fans just might turn into our fans. Be cool, it's just a part of this program. Spit your best sixteen if you must, you not whack, you just
0: sound whack rapping after us. So another week goes by. And I, I will say this before we even get to our, our next guest and our, and our, I, I'm going to say our, our, our third co-host or our second co-host, whatever our co-host, co-host <laughs> for, <laughs> for this, for this episode, of total BS podcast. Uh, the NFL is completely screwing this all up just so we all put it out there. They had a four month head start on everybody and it just ain't looking good, dude. You don't think it's looking good for the NFL? No, hell no. They still have they still have the same problems that the that Major League Baseball had way back. Like, did you not
1: learn the lesson? But here's the thing that doesn't surprise me is you know other sports leagues like basketball, and we're about to talk about that in a little bit. MLS is starting to do it. Major League Baseball, it just there aren't as many pieces that go into a sport quite like the NFL, and that's why I think it's going to be a very difficult task. What do what, what are you looking at me like that for? That's what I'm saying. Like they have so many things to
0: figure out and they had four months to absolutely dudes are reporting tomorrow and they still don't have a plan in place.
1: (laughs) What are we doing? But I think the the NFL players, I think they're all starting to get together and realize, okay, we need to get back on the field. I don't know if you noticed this, Saul, but a lot of players across the league are going on social media and saying, like, look, just tell us where, where to play. Like they're eager to get back on the field and finally get to it.
0: That's the same thing major league baseball players were saying. They but, were saying the same thing. They said, Hey, you just tell us when and where, and we'll be there. However, there's still safety precautions that they all want in place. They all want to play, but they want to play safely. And the NFL has not put a plan in place to make sure to ensure everyone's safety. Matter of fact, they're going to start finding dudes for not showing up to camp on
1: time, despite the lack of protocol. That's crazy. Why? Meanwhile, the NBA, NBA, and once again, the NBA is showing why it's one of the best professional sports leagues in the entire world. Players are given the option. If you want to participate in the bubble, you can. If not, we're not going to dock you any pay. It's totally up to you. I don't know. I, I They think haven't the NFL, even gotten to that point is what I'm saying. The, NFL,
0: the NFLPA and the NFL haven't even come to an agreement on how this is all going to be laid out. Dude, we are on the the precipice of training camp starting. What are we doing? But but this is like this across all of football. Yeah. Man. But this no, is we, college, yeah, but, even, dude, even yeah, down college, to the youth and high school level. Yeah, but nobody cares about This is the way it that. is. Nobody cares about that. This is a professional league. Oh, absolutely. The, no colleges and no high schools have played – like actual like coordinated sports yet okay so we have to no. stay in the professional realm right and mm-hmm. the the fact that the nfl had four months to try and figure this out and they completely butt fungled it I, I just made a board <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 atrocious man anyway but the nba is doing it right and to speak about the nba our man from the dick dunks <laughs> <laughs> the Dunks and Discourse Podcast. My man, Jabari Davis, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, man. How you doing, brother? <laughs> hey,
2: I'm doing well. I, I, I was going to say, did we get a rebrand that I wasn't aware of?
0: <laughs> you got a new sponsor, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so anyway. Hey, uh, if you put J- the money, I'll do it. <laughs> Mr. Jabari Davis is Money's in the right. house. We're going to talk about some uh, some NBA, the bubble Justin, man, lead it off, man. What do we want to talk about, huh?
1: Jabari, I'm curious. What are your thoughts on the snitch hotline? Because that's the biggest news for me coming out of the NBA bubble so far. Is apparently there is this hotline in place to where players or anybody that's inside the NBA bubble can call this hotline, leave an anonymous tip, and say and report anything that's uh, violating the protocols. And apparently, someone is has already become a victim our guy, Los Angeles Lakers center Dwight Howard, for apparently not wearing a mask, which I think is kind of weird because you're in this bubble area. I mean, why I don't see the get reasoning to get wear him. a mask. Get I don't him. know, what do you think?
0: A typical a typical LA Laker would be the one that gets busted first, right? Come on, dude. <laughs>
2: I don't I don't get it. I don't well, get hey, it though.
0: Maybe Go ahead, Jabari.
2: I you know, honestly, they no, no, no. Uh, you know they set these protocols in place. I, you know, I understand. It sounds silly, especially you know specifically because they're in the bubble. That's supposed to be a safe environment. Uh, but it, they there must be some reason what you know why they want them to still do it. You know, maybe it's that too many people you know would be exposed if 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 they're walking around. But the truth of the matter is, my answer to the snitch line is, I'm glad it's there. You know, for one, I'm glad it's there for our entertainment. Um, we all had a great time with it. We all you know enjoyed pointing the finger uh recklessly and you know, probably unfairly pointing the finger at you know guys like Chris Paul and 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 several others. Uh but also if we're being honest, all all jokes aside, if we're gonna do this thing, and speaking generally, if we're gonna do this, we have to do it. So if guys, you know, like if, if guys are not going to be willing to commit to staying in the bubble and truly staying in it, to be honest with you, not to be the you know, not to be the dad, but they, they, they shouldn't be there. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and that goes for anybody, you know, Dwight, uh, you know, Rashawn Holmes, in, in any of these guys. Uh, that's not, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be holier than now, but truthfully there's far too much at risk to be messing around playing games with, you know, oh, I'm just not going to wear my mask or, oh, I want Olive Garden Postmates instead of whatever, you know, you know, whatever they
0: were cooking for. I, I mean, I agree a thousand percent. However, however, there's a, there's a certain level of, of balance you have to have, Right. Because what's the phrase, snitches get stitches, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the narc. But at the same time, you know, you're trying to look over, your first of all, your money. Because if we don't play, I'm not getting paid. So mm-hmm. if you want to put that before everything, that's, that's pretty much the, the goat get out, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of that, my health and all this other stuff that I could be, you know, because you want to be stupid or you want to act a fool and not follow the rules. Hey, man, I need to
1: resort to other actions. Go ahead, Justin. But you also got to think, too. You're trying to look for any competitive advantage. And like Jabari said, once the snitch hotline was created, mm. all the Chris Paul memes started flooding our timelines. Why? The LeBron because,
0: James memes came out too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but Chris Paul earlier this season pointed out like a guy didn't have his jersey tucked in in the middle of a game, called him out. Uh-huh. And I think it was like a delay of game. And Jabari, what was the result of that game? Like what happened after Chris Paul called this guy out for not having his jersey tucked in? It, it,
2: if I'm not mistaken, he got a technical foul for that because they had already gotten a delay of game. I don't yeah. remember exactly how it went down, but I think if, if if I'm not mistaken, he got a tech. They got the extra point, and I think I think uh, OKC won that game. I could be wrong. People could be listening to this going like, "Oh, it didn't even work." But he definitely snitched. He yeah, definitely I mean,
0: Chris Paul looks like a snitch. I mean, come on. He just everything about him. Even the oh, remember the, the even the <laughs> come on man. Even the gift <laughs> where he's like laughing with Steve Kerr, then he turns around and like. Obviously, he's like, ha-ha. Uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he did. Come on, man! If you ever yep. knew a snitch, the, the characteristics <laughs> yeah. are all there.
1: And, and th- you know, it's going to be Chris Paul. It's going to be other players. And all it takes is, you know, just I'm going to go take a walk around the campus one night. Oh, is that is that a, a female with Anthony Davis? She doesn't look like she should be in this bubble. She's okay, employee, Well wait, well, uh, so Anthony Davis was with someone that doesn't look like she should be in the bubble. I think you should look into it, and they check cameras. they notice Anthony Davis snuck someone in, and then next thing you know, the Los Angeles Lakers are without their second best player. So, Hey, yeah, that's good with me. No, that's not good. <laughs>
2: look, I'm going to be up front. <laughs> I, I, I'll be straight up about it. if you if you're a player and you're willing to take that risk and you get caught, you get what you deserve. Like will I be happy about it? Obviously, as you were saying, Anthony Davis like, yo, you somebody else, you somebody else. Will I be happy about it? No, but the, but truthfully, like if if you're silly enough, speaking generally, of course, if you're silly enough to take that risk and get caught up, well then, yeah, you know what? While stitches do get, you know, you know, stitches do get stitches, it's deserved. You deserve what you get.
1: Yeah, Shabar, I'm True. I'm curious what you think about this whole NBA bubble because we're approaching the season. The season begins this week. And are that right? Yeah, uh, it, scrimmage games start this week, yes. On the 30th. Exhibition games start on the So exhibition games, seasons coming up at the end of the week. You know, there's a lot of anticipation. A lot of people are excited. I also love this because we're starting to see quality content, like guys showing off their personalities, going around the campus. Mm-hmm. They're doing some fishing. Ben Simmons apparently – can't throw fish in water, like Sixers fans expect this man to make a three-pointer, and he can't even throw a fish back in water. But I just love the content that we're getting out of the NBA bubble. What do you think about it?
2: Yeah, I'm just happy we have something other than, like, the, rank this list or rank you know the the, the nine you know uh, pick one of these guys you know they got to go they're obliterated I'm, I was tired of all of that so while yes you know like you can tell folks are still antsy you can tell folks are still you know kind of getting it you know getting into the flow it kind of like you said it makes it just makes it feel that much closer what do we have what is that Wednesday that we're gonna be I know it's just practice but hey I'll take it
0: mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely I mean, yeah. outside of uh, those two things, you know, Jabari, you've had a chance to take a look at, you know, what every team ended up bringing to the bubble player wise. Essentially, everybody's mm-hmm. at full strength. There's a couple here and there that, you know, they, they're missing maybe that sixth or seventh piece, but no star players are missing, right? Outside of the Lakers, because I got to take yeah, that one out of the most freaking part. look. I got to take that one out of the equation for both of y'all. Outside of the Lakers, who is the threat to win the title?
2: I I mean it's honestly it's Milwaukee and the Clippers like yes there there's a second tier that if things break properly and I'm sure we're going to get there because I think I think I even saw it in in the write up to you know some sleepers you know like if things broke properly though you know it it could work out for them but for me you know outside of you know outside of the Lakers of course it's it's the Los Angeles Clippers and and the Milwaukee Bucks they're still head and shoulders above everybody.
1: The thing about the Clippers is. They really haven't gelled together all season long. It's like it, everyone's been staggered. You have Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. of course, you know, doing his load management every now and then. And then you have Paul George missing a handful of games. And they never quite all figured it out. Well, now they've had months to rest, recover, and get right. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you, with you, Jabari. The second I saw Avery Bradley decide to sit out i thought okay this is going to be trouble and now the lakers are down two rotational guards we're looking at alice caruso the bald eagle listen i love alice caruso i, lo- I love alice caruso but is it going to be enough against the clippers and the clippers have dogs they have pat beverly they have paul george they have quiet leonard and yeah. they have so much depth and that's why i think you know if ready players were
0: yelling for the clippers were,
1: Oh, I think the Clippers are going to be a handful, man. Uh, like I, I think the they're Clippers. going to be in trouble. I'm just, Clippers going no, win it all. I'm just it. saying it
0: right now. No, the Clippers no, no, no. are the 2020 NBA champions. Book it. No,
1: I, I just you think no, so? Huh? It's not going to happen. Okay. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I I had the same thought. Like, okay, you, you think that's all? You yeah. think that? But who on no. the Clippers is going to guard Anthony Davis?
0: Montrez Harold can do a decent job. Just to hold his own. I'm not saying I'm not Look, saying Anthony being, Davis. Okay, cool, hey, that, cool, hey. Let Anthony Davis and LeBron score all their points, right? Which yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see if that even happens with Kawhi and stuff. But you need all your other support players to play pretty good. Oh, absolutely. And I think if you talk support players and you go down deep on the benches, I think the Clippers have the advantage. And absolutely. I think that's what's going to end up. I making think honestly,
2: saw so you just. I honestly saw you just hit it on the head. That that's where that's going to be the difference in the series. Like you know what you're going to honestly. I have this argument all the time with my co host You know, Josh on Dungeon Discourse. Uh, not not the other. You know, not the other brain. Um, <laughs> you know what you're generally going to get from stars. You generally know what you're going to get from stars because most of them they you know like either either they perform right at what their average is or you know they you know they elevate you know slightly. It's 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 rare where they go way you know way above. It's going to be a different. It's going to be a difference in which which of those supporting cast steps up and can do it most most consistently. Uh, and and to your point, uh, I was worried as well when I saw that Avery Bradley was out, and then I saw everybody making fun of the fact that Rondo went out. Now, and and for one, I was like, "Hey guys, you know that's still a human being. Like I know that you don't want him on the court, uh, but that's still you know, that, that that's still these are these players that are still human beings." But the truth of the matter is that just made the margin of error that much slimmer. Like, like that much slimmer. There are several matchups now, not just the Clippers. Anybody with strong guard play, the Lakers are going to have a difficult time with. I'm not saying that I think, like, okay, so now Chuck was saying that um, that Portland's going to beat them. I don't think that's a reality, but I will say that series is nowhere near as easy as it might have been if you had more depth and, and more bodies to throw at, at, at competitive guards. Especially so if you have Clippers, OKC Dame. That's going to be Dame. an extremely difficult series.
0: Especially if you have OKC yes. Dame. Yeah, I like mean, if, that's-
2: if no, Dame I don't ki- want any part of that. Dane kills the Lakers every time. Dane kills the Lakers every time, no matter what. It doesn't matter where they play, what, he, what the situation is, when he, sees the, when he sees the Lakers across the way. I mean, he's a killer in general, but he, he definitely steps it up when, when it comes to the Lakers. So just circling back, I don't think – you know, like it, it's no foregone conclusion with the, you know, with the Clippers. It's no foregone conclusion with the Rockets. It's no foregone conclusion with anybody that has some strong guards.
0: So here's a question for, for both of you guys. If we're talking NBA, right, and and we all know we have our perception of how these players are, and I, I've been fortunate enough to be in the media and sit close enough to the court. I've been fortunate enough to actually sit courtside a couple times, and I've heard some banter and a little, a little chippiness every now and then, but nothing too crazy. In the bubble, 22 teams, who is the player that is that you least expected would have the biggest impact because of the fact that there are no fans, the trash talk will be loud and proud and you didn't see it coming, but now all of a sudden they're they're a household name.
1: Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a tough one.
0: I don't want crowd noise in the bubble. I don't want any of that stuff. I want it all completely unfiltered. I want F bombs and MF bombs dropping left and right. I want to see all I want it all. I want the this, entire
1: but, bubble experience. This <laughs> is perfect for the LA Clippers then. Yes. Because no, nobody goes to their games in L.A. Yes. anyways. Because even them being Uh-oh. one of the top teams in Los <laughs> Angeles, guy. they're still the stepchild. Nobody cares to go to their games, okay? even They will always be the, the stepchild in L.A., but that works out for them because even if they get into a series, what have we always talked about if the Lakers and the Clippers meet in the Western Conference Finals? It's literally going to be a Lakers home game every Justin. single game. They don't have that. in the the bubble. And that's why it works out for the Clippers. Justin. Am I wrong? Donald Sterling ain't walking through that door, okay? This is not the same
0: Clippers. Move along, son. This is a new Clippers. (laughs) I don't care what happened for the last 16 or 17 championships you had. This is a different year. This is a different time. They got Kawhi. They got PG. They got a good, solid squad. I understand what you're saying. However, this is a different beast, man. You know what? I, I would say this. Pat Bev already has a reputation for being that dude, right, for being Mm -hmm. just a a complete trash talker. I want to hear. I want to hear how he gets inside somebody's head.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's what I want
0: to hear. And I think Pat Bev is going to go to another level
1: in this bubble because of this. Hey, hold on. on. Jabari, you can say what you want, but for our viewers that can see us, I'm going to do my best impression of uh, what's the the Clippers owner's name? I'm blanking on Steve Ballmer. Go ahead, Jabari. See Bomer. Go ahead Jabari. <laughs> to be honest with you, I thought
2: you was I thought you were setting it up per- <laughs> I thought you were setting it up perfectly because you were going to say because you were going to say that so I thought you were going to bring up Pat Bev. So I thought that's why you were bringing up the clips. Like <laughs> and I was going to give you credit. I was going to say, "Look, this is growth. You're actually showing them love because truth because Saul, you're right. Pat Beverly is going to be one of those guys that you're going to hear a whole lot from him and I will, and I'm here for it as well. But I don't know if they can necessarily uh play that considering you've been you know by the court, you've been courtside, you guys have both been in the arena, you can't play that audio just straight
0: unfiltered. <laughs> you, oh, you
2: you can't you you just can't.
0: I know, but I mean I, I you, pay you, money you, to listen to it and to see people's reactions. You also can't you also can't stop it because it's only a seven-second delay, and if you drop enough You know, enough, enough (laughs) cuss, cuss, (laughs) string along enough cuss words in the middle. Like, uh, all right, you can only hit that button so many times before you miss one.
1: (laughs) And that's why I say they should do it last dance style. Have one stream uncensored, have the other one uncensored for the families.
0: That's what I'm, I do. I, and being lucky enough to be a part of a network, like, it's, I'm not even going to say if it's possible or not, but I'm going to say this. It's, Highly difficult because of the situation we're in because now what, what what broadcasts are going to do, right, is they're going to have a world feed. So you don't have just your crew covering a game. You now have to do whatever said crew is down at Disney World covering it for both teams that are playing in that. In that. And so the, the production trucks have to pick and choose what camera angles based off of whatever they're getting. They can't even dictate what's going on so it's going to be a pretty generic feed all the way through if it wasn't like that i think that would be a possibility because then you could have your crew and you could also split it onto two different channels and have one that's unfiltered and one that's not filtered but because you don't have that capability you don't have the amount of production that you need that's why you can't do it there you go there's a little tv 101 right there for you guys
1: (laughs) and you know what would make for great What what, what if they mic'd up the plate oh go ahead yeah, they mic'd up it, the
2: players well, ABC but they don't let us listen to it now. you know like you know, just unfiltered that's what I'm saying like if, if they already have a mic up couldn't we just listen to their feed?
0: oh man I wish but you know ABC and Disney man that ain't gonna go down you know, way. Doug Ward? <laughs> no 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 but I mean I would love no. to see it I I would I would pay you know we talk about pay-per-view right and it's like, what, for UFC, mm-hmm. is something like 50 bucks a fight or $75 a fight or $80 a fight, right? I would pay $100 for unfiltered access to what is going on in the court. Absolutely.
1: And what is this going to do for okay. guys like LeBron, yeah. who are these family guys who have always been painted as Come the on, good bro. guy? What's the trash like going to be like on the court? I'm, I'm, I love it.
0: LeBron don't talk any trash.
1: Oh, absolutely he does, but I'm saying, like, our general perception of LeBron, we view him as this family man who's all about Disney. He's going to be in Space Jam too. I mean, he is, he is a role model. The fact that, like, you see a role model such a positive influence, and then you're going to tune into an uncensored version of an NBA broadcast, and he's going to call Pat Beverly a bitch, I think it's awesome.
0: I mean, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I I sat courtside one time, L- L- a couple uh, back back in the day, back during Charles Barkley's era. This is how long ago we're going to talk about, right? By the Can way, Pat
1: Beverly what? is not what I just said he was. <laughs> Pat Beverly's a dog. So anyway, it's and a coach
0: mm-hmm. for I will say the Nuggets at the time, whether that's true or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he was sitting there and he called timeout, and their center came to the side and he was like, "What the f are you doing?". Like I can hear all this, like right here. I'm like second row. I'm like, oh shit, he's really going am on this guy. Like, and he's just going crazy. He's and then he said, He said, I bet your dad wears a shirt that says, Hey, that's my dumbass son right there <laughs> with the <an> arrow <laughs> with your face on it. I'm like, Oh my god, where did you even how do you even pull that kind of stuff off? And that's like PG 13 kind of trash talk, right? I can't even imagine what these players are talking about. You you think like Those dudes that are like have been linked to the Kardashians in in any way kind of form. You you don't think like other players are like, that's why you suck tonight because whatever. You know what I mean? Or you can't ball because your legs are weak or whatever. Like, oh, whoa, whoa. Like that's the kind of stuff I want to hear on the court.
1: Because you know Devin Booker is going to take so much of it after his latest expedition with Kendall Jenner. Oh,
0: man, that's not even what I'm talking about, man.
2: But. (laughs) <laughs> Booker, Coos,
1: all of them. I, I, I'd absolutely be here for it. Now, my my question to you guys is: in all of NBA history, who would you want to see uncensored playing basketball Gary in Payton. terms in terms of trash talk? See, Gary Payton's a good one. I was going to go with yep. Kevin Garnett
0: or I, or Larry Bird because I've heard well, nothing. I've mean, yeah. heard nothing but. Awful things about the the <laughs> legendary trash talk of Larry Bird. Like Michael Jordan even said it. It was like, dude, that that was probably the best trash talker of all time. Not even Gary Payton. It was Larry Bird because he would just he would talk to you. Remember that clip, right, Jabari, where he's talking to Xavier McDaniel and they're going to a timeout. There's like mm-hmm. three seconds on the clock. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna get the ball and I'm gonna score right here, right on the right on the elbow." Right sure there. enough, they run yep. a play. He pulls yep. up, catches it, fade away from the elbow, game over. <laughs> and Xavier McDaniel was just like, "Damn, listen,
2: <laughs> listen." Larry Bird want Larry Bird and I, and I'm sure you guys know this story, but just in case for your, you know, for your viewers, Larry Bird once played an entire game left handed. Specifically, because he said he wanted to save his right hand for the Lakers. He played the entire game left-handed and just dogged the other team out. I think he even put up like thirty or something like that. Just because he was like, "Yeah, I'm saving this for them." (laughs) Like, this is a man that walked into the opposing into the into the uh, locker room at All Star Weekend and looked at and looked at looked across, scanned everybody, looked and said, "Oh, I'm just looking to see who's going to come in second for the three point shooting contest." You don't want to play with Larry Bird, man. (laughs) Don't play with him.
0: I mean Larry's a bad dude. He's he's probably he's probably my number 1 in terms of who I would want to listen to. Also, Larry Bird has physically the most attainable traits that you could probably get if you could just be 6'7 6'9, yeah. right? Cuz he's not that fast. He can't jump that high. Yep. You know, but his shooting is out of this world and that's just you know, that's god-given talent. It, it just is. You can have all the work ethic you want, but you still have to have a unique sense of how to shoot when to shoot you know it's just it's remarkable so yeah, what do
2: you uh it, it's it's crazy to think that those guys oh, i'm sorry no go no, for it go ahead uh, no it, it, it was just uh piggybacking on what you just said it's crazy to think that those you know like magic and, and bird those guys are six foot eight six foot nine but back then Doing that stuff like that. That's what's crazy to me. Like I now it's, it's commonplace. Now we expect it. You know, when, when a guy is seven foot even, we're like, oh OK, what do you mean? You can't cross somebody over and, and take it to the rack. But, you know, back then it it, it really is just it, it's still crazy to me because, like you said, it wasn't like he was the most athletic guy in the world. Now, he got he got the job done very clearly. But the guy, you know, let's be real. The, the only cuts, the, the only cuts that were going on were, you know, it wouldn't be shaving. There was no cuts in, in, in that physique.
0: <laughs> no, no, yeah. For sure, no cuts.
1: I want to get your guys' uh, thoughts on this because yeah. I know we still got to get to conspiracy theory or not. Yep, Don't be yep, that yep. guy. And also, yep, tell stop me ruining it good. for everybody,
0: man. We got try- go, to set it up.
1: I'm trying to tease them, trying to show them what they can look forward to. But the NBA announced that the league will do the yearly awards, but it won't include uh, the NBA bubble. Now, okay. the, the big topic that everyone is unsure about one who's mvp and two who is your rookie of the year because zion williamson made a strong case once he came back but uh john morant had you're
0: really gonna give you you you're really gonna give zion the mvp based off of what 20 games 15 games like Oh, man, Justin kind of froze up. That's okay, we'll just keep going MVP. on without him. I'm sure so, he'll come back at some point. There he is. Oh, hey, yeah. Justin, I'm back. You're back. So, All right, anyway.
1: So, sorry, little technical difficulties there, but John Morant, Zion Williamson, and who's your MVP? It's, I mean, it's John yeah, I'm Morant. gonna be honest with you. Yeah, oh, I'm saying
2: go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, guys, guys, we got to be real about this, man. Like, I, I, I want. I wanted to see what LeBron could do if he if like had they finished the season had they you know played out the string played the last like twenty games and then seen if that you know, if that narrative would have been fun. Giannis is the MVP. He is like yeah, he. he, he he was the most consistent throughout on both sides of the ball throughout the course of the season, and, and honestly, it's disrespectful for us for, for anyone to you know, try, you know try to you know prop anybody else up there. Now, if you want to have a conversation about true you know, most you know most valuable versus best player, that's a whole other conversation. But for me, it's Giannis for the Rookie of the Year situation. Same deal. Like I love Zion, and I can't wait to see what he you know what his body allows him to do over the next ten to fifteen years. But it's you know, John Morant was by far the best rookie. The, from the start to the finish, John, John Moran was the story. So I'm at, as funny as it's going to sound, I'm glad that they're not allowing it to go all the way through. And I'm glad that they're, they're basing it on what we've already seen.
0: For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Hey, Absolutely. Justin yeah. trying to drum up some controversy here, but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> there's, there's some other controversy out there in the world. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it goes by the name of Conspiracy or Not. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are back. For another episode of Conspiracy or Not. And uh, Jabari, this is how we break it down. All right. One of us is going to say some crazy, blasphemous conspiracy theory. And you have to decide, or we have to decide, whoever is not asking the question, whether that's a legit conspiracy or it's not. Okay. So, uh, Justin, you can have the first one. This is your first one. Here we go.
1: Jack Dawson is a time traveler who boarded the Titanic to save Rose's life. Is this a conspiracy theory or not to you guys?
0: I actually think that it is. I'm going to wait for it, you. It, yeah, it, it's actually a conspiracy. I've actually, I think I've actually heard this before. Yes. Uh, it, it's it's kind of stupid uh, because it's a movie. It's not real life. It, it actually happened not, though. Yeah, the Titanic. based on thing, real yes. events. Yeah, but Jack Dawson and Rose aren't real people. They're you, not. No, <laughs> they're made up. They're made for TV, dude.
1: Well, if they were,
0: okay. If they were real, if
2: if they were real people, he would have jumped up on that raft with her, man, or on, the, man, on that
0: boat. <laughs> like, she left his ass real. out for like, dry, man. That was cute for the movie. But she had room on that board. I'm saying, man. He you have plenty want of room. Two awful people in movie history, two awful women that everybody loved that were actually pretty awful, Rose and Pam from The Office. Those two are the worst. Absolute trash. Hang them up. Send them out. to the, yeah, Put them on another boat. Let them go. They
1: ain't happening. Why you got to do Pam like that? Pam is dirty, it- dude. Pam is dirty. But the re- hey, the re- the reason hey, why hey, keep it real. What's it- oh, no? I want to hear this. Jabari, go, go ahead.
2: Go ahead, Jabari. Go back and, if you go back and watch the Office from the perspective that that uh, Pam and oh my god, why am I not thinking of his name? Uh, John Krasinski's
0: character. Jim Jim and Jim.
2: If you if you see if you see them if you see them as the villains, the show is different because they really are the entire show. It's phenomenal, and I I I root for the villains, but they're the villains of the show. Go back Jim- and watch.
0: Jim, not so much, right? He plays pranks, and he's kind of a you know j- okay. jerk. But, like, my man tried to uh-huh. have a – he tried to be a sports agent. Like, I'll, you and I would all love to be sports agents, right? We just didn't want to go through the lawyer school and all this other stuff, yeah. right? But my man was living out his dream, oh, yeah. and he had supported Pam the entire time to get her dream, Our and school. she wasn't even good. She wasn't even good at her job. He was good. And she just, nah, Keep
1: your ass in Scranton, oh, Pennsylvania. Man.
0: Like for real? Oh no, 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 no. I'm out. I'm but, out. But Anchor. going,
1: <laughs> but going back to the conspiracy theory with the Titanic. There's some loopholes in the movie. Jack said that he went ice fishing in Lake Wasoda, which wasn't even created. It's a man-made lake that wasn't created until 1917, five years after the Titanic uh, sunk. He also said that he went on the Santa Monica Ferris wheel. Which wasn't created until 1916, four years after the, the Titanic sucked. So, and then you also look in the movie. It is a, it is a freaking conspiracy theory. All right, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right.
0: I got one. And uh, I actually did not create a banner for it, but there was a there was a pitcher in Major League Baseball, if you guys remember by the name, of Raleigh Fingers. He once pitched a no-hitter tripping on acid
1: conspiracy or not no that's real Th- that's that's a fact that's a fact 100% didn't he say the catcher's mm. mitt had a mouth on it <laughs> well, where the hell
0: you guys are getting this shit from <laughs> it is not a conspiracy I, it is not a conspiracy yeah. the conspiracy is actually a Pittsburgh pirates pitcher that actually did pitch a no-hitter and what happened was, I, I forgot the name of his name. I, I have it on my phone, of course. But what happened was he didn't think he was pitching. So the, the night before, he gets, he starts tripping out on whatever acid. And then the next day, he wakes up. He's like, well, I'm not pitching today, so who cares? And so he takes another hit, and his homeboy comes up and is like, dog, you got to pitch today. And he was like, what? <laughs> he hit eight batters and walked one. And still threw a no-hitter. <laughs> this is back in like 1975 or something like that, man. <laughs> kind of crazy.
1: The, the the glove had I a mouth. I, swear. I looked it up
2: because I, I remember that.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Go ahead, Justin. What's your next conspiracy? Okay, so our next conspiracy theory is finding Nemo. Nemo isn't actually real. He is just. Marlin his father's imagination conspiracy theory or not
0: I'm gonna say Nemo it, is an acid reflux I'm gonna say it is it is a conspiracy
1: It is because at the beginning of the movie a barracuda attacked Marlin's wife and the young leaving only one which is Nemo and if you do your research Nemo actually means no person or no man in Latin, so is Very it bad. all a part of his imagination? I don't know, it's a conspiracy theory, though.
0: Somebody's calling you out on uh Facebook there, Justin. Jack isn't going to go back in time from 1917 to 1912. Who the hell goes back five years? Come on, Justin.
1: I don't, I don't, uh, true, that's a good point. <laughs> maybe, maybe to save Rose's life, because who knows, maybe she would have. <laughs> You know, said you know what? I'm done. I'm going to jump ship, and I'm going to go in the water. Maybe, maybe Jack was that that hero that she needed. Maybe. All, there was right, no room. Room.
0: All right, I got a last one. Uh, it's a butterfly it. The body of Jimmy Hoffa is buried underneath the Meadowlands, aka Old <laughs> Giants Stadium. True or not? Not. It
1: was not old Yankee conspiracy.
0: Stadium, wasn't it? Actually, the conspiracy is the Giants Stadium, so it is a conspiracy. It is actually uh, conspiracy, yeah, okay. yeah. Jimmy Hoffa, for those of you who don't know, look him up because uh, there's so many cons- conspiracy theories about that that gentleman. It's kind of crazy. So, all right, last one, Justin, and this one, I I had to take a step back on. I was like, what the hell? Um,
1: three six mafia are devil <laughs> worshippers. Think about it. Three sixes are are they devil worshippers? Is that no. a conspiracy theory or not? No. No, no, they they have come out and said that they are not (laughs) devil worshipers. But apparently there is a conspiracy theory out there that says if you listen to uh, the original sample from Stay Fly, uh, which is a song called Tell Me Why Has Our Love turned Cold by Willie Hutch. Apparently, if you play it backwards, there's demonic messages in there. I'm not going to try it. Nor will I ever because Can you
0: even do it?
1: Yeah, you could probably record it uh on snapchat. Back in the day
0: all you had to do was just stop the record and you just play it backwards. You you, you yeah, but you can't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah,
1: you, you can do Snapchat and and just record it on, on off your computer <laughs> Who and the then hell you uses use a snapchat that's not then, in high school. Oh you, you Snapchat all the time. Snapchat's great. What's your snap so, score? Solve short score. Trust me. I don't know my snap score. <laughs> <laughs> but you record it and just play it backwards yeah. and then you can listen to it. That's actually what I did uh, during a uh, Kendrick of Mars uh, damn album. I forgot what song it was, but there was a part where it, everything was backwards and I did it and played it backwards and actually played forward, which I thought was pretty cool. So you can do it. I'm just not going to find out whether or not three, six mafia devil, devil worshipers or not, especially on a Sunday, just not going to do it
0: okay go ahead jabari
2: i don't know what i can add to that except for that's academy award winners three six mafia that's
0: all go. i got also by the way you did mention <laughs> kendrick lamar who is a pulitzer prize winner as well pretty crazy right
1: it's a big podcast for hip-hop I did not- there, you there you go there you go
0: all right guys uh go. one more segment last one thanks for hanging with us Jab- jabari but it's probably our favorite segment of the night. And we only Thank have you. one thing to show for it. It's. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Here we go. Don't be that guy. Justin, you threw this my way. And I have to say out there for all you, the, the, the people who want a Tesla because you want to conserve the environment. And you want to save on gas. That's the that's the main reason, right? We're all and that's not to be why social- they wanted Tesla. to be, uh, it's trying to be socially conscious while also showing off that you have a little bit of Skrilla in your pocket, right? Well, this man didn't quite understand. <laughs> is it on this side?
1: <laughs> it's like there's Bro. two. Is yeah, a two hybrid? Cats. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I... he's, he's got to be wondering, like, if it's low because okay, it, hang on. It doesn't have Where's it going on? Where is he going? Where are you go? It, it doesn't have a gas gauge, right? No. So, like, I guess he's just thinking, well, it must be low, but he's.
0: Well, he's no, he's gonna he, check I, the engine. Dude, he's coming right from the dealership. He's gonna fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well,
2: what is he doing now? He's checking the engine. Yo, he's <laughs> Oh shoot! Oh, look at the guy. Look at him. Oh, look at the guy walking by him. He's like, what is going
0: on? He's gonna realize his mistake in a second. To say hey, I don't think these take No, expensive.
1: he's
0: gonna know what's up. Oh wait, wait. Oh my god. Are the guys walking by? <laughs> 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 oh, sh- quiet, quiet, he's gonna hear us. Oh he's a- Oh my god, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Like for real. Uh, how do you go get good how, how does that even happen in the first that didn't come up one time during the entire purchase? Go ahead, Jabari.
2: It must be nice to it must be nice to have the money to buy a Tesla and not even pay attention to any of the specs, any of the details. Anything that you know something as as important as, hey, this is an electric car.
1: And that and that goes to show the main reason why people want to buy Teslas in the first place. It's the new shiny toy that everyone wants. Now, um, I will say this. The new, the new,
0: what Justin? I'm sorry, man. I have to interrupt because our guy Espo had to put you on blast. He said, Don't be that guy who wears LA gear in Arizona. (laughs) This is Lakers gear, sir.
1: This is Lakers gear.
0: (laughs) Espo, by the way, we got to plug our guy Espo. He does have the new Espo show that just came up. A couple of weeks ago, so good luck with that, well You know, COVID. always a friend of the program, so appreciate that. But he had to call you out, and I appreciate that because you know what? Hey, I'm not a.
1: <laughs> why? Why do you have to be? With <laughs> the fact that it's a Lakers shirt yes. makes it all worse. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, man. It, it's it's okay. I mean, Give I mean, has, they can't your, your decor behind you. They can't they can't see the oh, Dr. Yeah, he Dre can see chronic
0: it. poster. Oh, yeah, they can see well your your big ass well, head that, that the Dr. Dre
1: poster, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I look like I'm on the chronic. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm covering Dr. Dre's face right
0: now. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Hey, just like we always do, uh, you know, we try to end uh, end every episode with something good, something that make, you know, kind of make you laugh or whatever, you know what I mean, and I uh, appreciate. You know, we had a lot of NBA talk today. We kind of messing around with this dude with the Tesla and conspiracy or not. But uh, you know, we have a couple of these instances where it just kind of makes you feel good. So tell me something good. And this one it comes from the way of uh, Mr. Messi over. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty Ooh. dope. You're talking about, you're talking about outside of some of the US athletes like LeBron and stuff, you're talking about the most popular athlete in the country, in the world, right? And this man saw this kid who was heartbroken, took the time to say, no man, we can't we, we can't let that happen. And took a picture with him. Like he probably made that guy's life, that kid's life.
1: Mm-hmm. And that awareness right there is just so awesome because players like that know their platform and and who they mean to these young kids and it wasn't like he was just there and he just happened to take a picture with him I appreciate the fact that Lionel Messi said hey no get that kid and tell him to come back here if you if I'm a little kid and I turn around and my favorite athlete of all time or my favorite athlete at that time wants to take a picture of me and talk to me I'm going to be so starstruck and so emotional. And the fact that Lionel Messi did that, I think that's just so awesome. One of the best things you'll see all week.
2: Yeah, no, without a doubt. Like, if we're being honest about it, when we were all kids, that's what it was about. It was about that moment with your favorite star, with, you you know, whatever the sport may be. And, uh, you know, to see a guy like Messi, a guy, let's be honest, he doesn't have to stop there. He doesn't have to even acknowledge any of that. But to see him take, you know, take that time, you know, like to go out of his way to do that, it is nice to see.
0: So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, and, just, and, just, and just the it, smallest things too. Like I saw a video clip on Twitter last week of uh, Usain Bolt before every race giving a, a fist pump uh, to the towel guy or, you know, someone walking him to the, traf- mm-hmm. to the track. Just that five-second interaction – that person will never forget it for the rest of your life, their life. And they will always think of you in such a high fat. I I think it's awesome.
0: I I mean, I think about the interactions we've had, you know what I mean? Not only as kids growing up, but also as professionals in in this career field, you know, being able to come across somebody and, and remember that first time when maybe that athlete that you didn't think knew who you were said, Hey, what's going on, Justin, or what's going on Jabari? You know what I mean? Like, And, you know, I remember like actually just a couple weeks ago uh, when the Suns finally made it to the bubble and DeAndre Aiden, you know, we covered him, Justin, at U of A, you know, and he got on. He's like, "Saw what's good? Like he was just so excited to see somebody that was different outside of his team. And I was like taken back by that. And I was, oh, what's up, D? You know what I mean? Like I got <laughs> excited. You know what I mean? Like it's just the That's... smallest little things that make such a big difference. But. Also, because of this coronavirus pandemic and things that have been going on, it's been kind of it's been kind of bad out there. Uh, for for lack of a better word, I can't really think of any other way to really surmise it. Uh, you know, it, everything from politics to just doing what's right. It just is just been this one big shit bomb, for for lack of a better word. But um, there are some some people out there that are trying to do their very very best and understand and respect the people that surround them. And Justin, you showed me this today. Uh, You talked about or you you were talking about uh, Clint Frazier from the from the New York Yankees and what he's trying to do. And essentially, he says, there are only people in our organization that I'm trying to be respectful toward. And I'm just trying to overall do the best part that I can and make sure that our team does stay healthy. It doesn't bother me at all. At first, it was a little weird, but I feel like it's just something that becomes second nature at this point. And that's him talking about wearing a face mask. And a lot of players don't wear a face mask on the field. Feel like maybe it's constricting or whatever their beliefs are. But the fact that Clint Frazier is going that extra step, right? Uh, there's other players around Major League Baseball that are also taking that step. And they, they say they're going to wear a mask no matter what. Wherever they're out on the field, they're always going to wear the mask. And I appreciate that. It's just It just makes you feel good that somebody at this level understands the significance and the importance of something as, as serious as this
1: pandemic. Mm-hmm. and he's a professional baseball player who doesn't need to wear a mask, but he recognizes that, okay, I'm going to be on national TV. Maybe I can be the reason why someone decides to wear a mask today, and so you, you even saw this before the season started. Uh, before they started playing exhibition games, you would see Mike Trout uh, you know, at batting practice with a face mask on, him taking fly balls with a face mask on. They are working out with – face masks on and I think he said it best you know it's a little weird at first but all of a sudden it becomes second nature and that's how I felt when this whole thing started I couldn't believe myself walking into a grocery store wearing a face mask just because I've never done it but now I don't even think twice and it's like it's become a thing that you always keep a spare face mask in your car and it's just it's all about being respectful being courteous of of other people who are around you that could possibly uh, get this virus, just stop thinking about yourselves for once. I know, you know, we've been trained to make sure that we take care of ourselves, but think about other people when you go out into the public. And I think Clint Frazier and other MLB players have done a great job uh, relaying this message.
2: Like you guys, honestly, just piggybacking on that, you know, I can respect and appreciate anybody that is, you know, taking it It's not like it's like a, you know, he he's sacrificing anything, you know, like ultimately anyhow. But honestly, normalized precaution, you know, like at a time like anybody normalized a precaution at a time like this, I you know, I give them props. Um, you know, because the truth of the matter is, while I get it's different, like you, Justin, when it fir- when we first started doing this, I was like, for real. But <laughs> look. We've all seen the numbers. We've all seen the reality. This is not like a, you know, this is not a partisan thing. This isn't about politics. This is about public safety. And while I was never one of those people that said like, oh, the athletes, they, athletes or actors or any of those people, you know, should be role models. Because, like, to be honest with you, I think parents should be parenting. <laughs> I do appreciate that this guy is being a role model just, you know, just for you know, for everyone, not necessarily even trying to gear it towards kids. I you, know, so,
0: you know, it's so funny. You kind of brought up something and we might go on a little tangent here, but you know what? Who cares? Um you talked about parents should be role models and i and i completely agree. However, there's some parents that should not be role models. <laughs> and if you're, if you're, your your <laughs> happens if your kid happens to be the, one of those types that looks up to superstars and athletes or celebrities and those celebrities and athletes are leading by you know by the right example. I'm okay with that. You know Charles Barkley saying yeah. like I'm not a role model. Like, parents should be role models. Like, I understood that mm-hmm. to its core. I did. However, that's 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 assuming that every parent is a good role model. And that's that's a, that's kind of a flawed yeah. thought because not every parent is a good role model. You know, there's parents out there that are doing meth and they're doing it in front of their kids. Like, that's not a good role model. You know what I mean? Like, so they need something else to kind of show them the way or at least look up to. I know I had that growing up. You guys had that growing up. We love our parents. They do the very best they can to support us and, and show us the way. But it's OK to have it, you know, kind of reaffirmed at the hands of celebrities and athletes who are on a much bigger stage. But they're still sharing the same message that your parents are sharing. And so it, it all comes together. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, so there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I guess you guys don't have like, anything to add. No, cool. I was like right. I was waiting
1: for Jabari because I know we've been on this, this little delay thing, because I feel like Jabari is like Lewis Riddick during the NFL draft where they would do this <laughs> yeah. analysis and they would, you know, yes. do all these things yes. and then they would throw it to Lewis Riddick and, and he's just, just staring like- at the camera for like <laughs> ten seconds. I- and, I, and then, and then starts like, oh, I, oh, I think he's this great quarterback. <laughs> he's got all the tangible and, and, and it, it's just the current times that we're in right now where things are on a delay. We're all he's from got our that homes. West Coast lag, man. That's what dude, that's the only and, reason why it's going. Yeah. on, man. <laughs> and uh, we even saw it. So uh, no, on, on, on I'm
2: in town. <laughs> You're in Arizona. No, I live in Tucson now.
0: Oh, what? He's an Dude, Arizona cat. What kind of Wi Fi you got on there? Dude, you just set yourself up for a whole bag of shit now. What, what is going on with your Cox. Wi-Fi, man? Hook that crap up, man. Hey. You got Cox and you got hey, Betamax look, outside of uh, in Star- I got I got Cox.
2: <laughs> but this is look, I blame the middle of the desert. I blame you you guys for living in the middle of this godforsaken desert out <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. No. Um all, all, no, I, honestly, the, the, I, I have no idea what the cause is, but um, I definitely appreciate you guys de- uh, bearing with me. I definitely have felt like the you know, the, the the weather guy or the guy on the street where you know everybody's watching, and he's like, Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah.
1: <laughs>
0: I definitely felt like that. It's all good. Hey, you My- did very good, very well, despite the circumstances. So, I appreciate that. You, you uh, know, what
1: just- you know, what this moment just reminded me of. Uh, when we all just sat there staring at the screen and we had nothing to add what Saul just said. I don't know if you guys watched uh, The Jump earlier this week, and I love uh, The Jump on ESPN yes. with Rachel Nichols. I think they you know, do such a great job with that show, and uh, shout-out to Aton and Michael and Danny and all those guys producing the show. Um, but I, I think it was Kendrick Perkins just went off on a tangent, and then Paul Pierce just said, I agree. And then everyone, <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone was just staring at the camera for 10 seconds, and then it went to commercial break. That was literally what just happened. Saul is Kendrick Perkins. Jabari and I were Paul Pierce, and we just said, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, hey, guys. Hey, another episode of the Total BS Podcast in the books. I appreciate the time. Jabari, you are our first coast-to-coast guest. So I appreciate your time today. Didn't know you moved to Arizona. I mean, everybody likes to likes Arizona for the most part. There's some crazy shit that's going on in here in the state with our stuff going on. But outside of that, like the people here for the most part are pretty good. So, you know, I appreciate you coming out to this. I thought you were in L.A. this entire time. This is so crazy. So, Justin, uh, tell the people uh, where they can find this.
1: Uh, I think you should all follow Jabari Davis on Twitter, um, at Jabari Davis NBA. Um, he does such a great job covering the NBA, and also be sure to check out his podcast, uh, Dunks and Discourse. A lot of uh, good stuff uh, coming from there. Jabari, you're just an overall good dude, man. Um, you, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that you meet in this industry, and you know, people that you're always going to ride with. And I always appreciate everything you have done for us. You are class act, and you're just the best, man. I appreciate you.
2: All right, guys. So listen, I'm not going to be able to send you that hundred until a couple weeks from now. But I definitely appreciate I definitely No, look, I look, I, I won't deflect. I, I really do appreciate that. But I, I appreciate both of you guys. You know, both of you guys are having me. I appreciate, you know, any any time, whether it's on your on your radio show, on the podcast or on the timeline. It's always good conversations with each of you. So I appreciate the time
0: for sure. I mean, if, if, if people could knew. The kind of conversations we had after we turned off the podcast, you know, I, I remember our last dance podcast <laughs> and where it was, you know, it was us three and Corey Williams, and then I mean, the conversations like just in themselves, like let me just tell you, let me just tell it like this: if I was made worth millions and I didn't have to worry about a day to day job, oh, we'd be playing that because it would just go crazy <laughs> people would just love it. Remember, it's at, great
1: conversation. Remember at the start of the podcast, we were talking about. Last Dance and then NBA Bubble. How they have an uncensored version and then a censored yes. version. The it's a whole podcast in itself. The Let conversation it like that we have afterwards. Hey, the
0: conversations afterwards. Corey wouldn't be working for ESPN. I would not be working for Fox Sports Arizona. You would not I'd, be working for Tucson Daily Star. It was no. just we wouldn't. We would all be bums on the street, man.
1: That's
0: just how <laughs> it would be. So, but anyway, I appreciate but, you guys' time. Justin, tell the people where they can
1: Sorry. Find okay. You can subscribe to the Total BS Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And for the Sunday shows, of course, follow us on our Facebook page so you can get the live stream and subscribe to our YouTube account. Make sure you search Total BS, rate, review, share with all your friends.
0: And that's it for another episode of the Total BS Podcast. Until next time, we'll see you when we see you. Peace.
2: Your fans just might turn into off fans Be cool it's just part of the program Spit your best 16 if you must you're not whack You just sound whack rapping after us Yo, Your fans just might turn into off fans Be cool it's just a part of this program Spit your best 16 if you must You not whack You just sound whack rapping after us